Hi, my name is Umberto Bucci and this is With the Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Monday, October 4, 2021. As of today, 72.1% of the Italian population is fully vaccinated, considering only the over 12s targeted by the vaccination campaign, 79.1% of the Italians are fully vaccinated. As every Monday, just a few numbers about the situation of the contagion in Italy. Over the past seven days, with regard of the new positive cases, we averaged a percentage change of minus 11.5% compared with the previous seven days. In the same period, the average change in the number of patients admitted to ordinary wards was minus 12.9%. With regard to intensive care units, instead, in the last seven days, the average change was minus 10.8%. On average, in the last seven days, we had 33 deaths a day, with a variation of minus 12.7% compared to the previous seven days. As I always say, minus signs are what we need, the trend goes in the, in the right direction, and it is speeding up. I want to check the data of the first Monday of October last year, in 2020, when we were on the eve of the second wave. They were all worse than today's, but above all, the trend was up on all four indicators that I talk about every Monday. New positive cases, new hospitalizations, new patients in intensive care units, and deaths one year ago were growing, while today they are going down, thanks to the vaccination campaign last year. At this time, we came from a summer with very low numbers, but then the new infected and the contagion index grew very quickly after the reopening of schools and production activities, bringing to the end of November the number of active infected to 800,000. This year, nothing similar is happening. We started from higher summer numbers, but since mid-August, we are in continuous decrease. Italy's infection curve is one among the most contained in Europe. In all regions, there is a decrease in cases represented in all age groups. A research just published reveals that in Italy, two out of three adolescents between 14 and 18 years old are in favor of the compulsory COVID vaccination, but for four out of 10 adolescents, immunization has been the cause of conflict in their family. Italian adolescents have become more informed about scientific issues in these months of pandemic, but despite this, they often felt confused by the information transmitted by the media. Yet they have clear ideas, despite the fact that more than half of those interviewed state that it is understandable that people are frightened by the vaccine, almost two adolescents out of three are in favor of the introduction of mandatory vaccination. A choice, that of the vaccine, on which they are consistent even in their personal choices. Only one in ten says they have no intention of getting vaccinated, the others all had already done so 60% or said they wanted to do so 30% at the time of the survey in August of this year. Only in a few cases did the contrast in the family turn into a ban on the vaccine. Young people who wanted to vaccinate were free to do so in the majority of cases, 7 out of 10, but 3 out of 10 are the boys or girls who have had contrast in the family because they wanted to vaccinate and had to insist on doing so or were in a situation of actual impediment. The pandemic is telling us that sometimes young Italians are smarter than their parents. You know, I tend not to talk about politics, but it has to be said that in this moment in which I'm making this video, in Italy are still open the polls for elections for the renewal of the mayor in some Italian cities, including Rome, Milan, Naples, Turing, Bologna, and also in the Calabria region. 
Forecasts are that only one in two of those who could will vote in the big cities. Voting will take place until 3 p.m. today in large cities in none of the candidates. If none of the candidates exceeds 50%, the two who took the most votes will go to the runoff, which will be held in two weeks. For the first time, there will be an entirely Italian coffee, to, the, to be precise, a Sicilian one, in the markets, thanks to the Morettino family, which for about 30 years has been carry on, carrying out an experimental project that has seen the birth and growth of coffee plants on the island, also thanks to a significant climate change we are witnessing. In the geography of the origins of coffee, Morettino's plantation is one of the most notable plantations compared to the typical tropical lands. The first experiment in the garden of the historical family roasting company has about 60 plants of coffee arabica. From these seeds have grown over the years coffee plants, which have been able to adapt to the Sicilian climate at much higher latitudes than those of the coffee belt, the area between the two tropics where coffee is cultivated between Latin America, East Africa and Southeast Asia. Over the years, these plants have produced droops that have been harvested, stripped, processed and roasted in order to carry out cupping sessions or receded to give life to new plants born and grown in Sicily. This year, in the very year of Moretino's centenary, nature has given an extraordinary harvest and a truly surprising in-cup result. A very high-quality native Sicilian coffee with special and unique scents typical of the Sicilian land, such as notes of Zipipo grapes and carob and sweet hints of white pomelia flowers and panela sugar. Soon we will be able to drink the first coffee 100% Italian. The Expo 2020 has opened last week in Dubai, one year after because of Covid. The Italian pavilion was awarded the prize for the best business project of the year. Italy has decided to present in this universal exposition its most innovative and technological phase, accompanied, however, by the image best known internationally of beauty, culture and creativity. Beginning with the structure of the pavilion itself, an architecture inspired by the principles of sustainability. The pavilion is an experiment in circularity surrounded by 70 kilometers of boat ropes made from the recovery of 2 million bottles. The roof is made from the upturned hulls of three boats, which, once Expo is over, will be able to continue sailing. No air conditioning in, inside the pavilion. The structure is designed to optimize air recirculation, while the use of the ancient tradition of drywall allows to maintain a cool temperature inside the clusters. Uh, many of the technologies presented in the Italian pavilion are based on the marine world and water, from the spirulina seaweed, seaweed tanks which retain carbon dioxide, to the space drills ready to land on Mars with the European Space Mission in search of water on the Red Planet. The victories of the Italian athletes in sports all around the world continue, an incredible series of successes that never seems to end. In the last few days, we have won tournaments and gold medals in cross triathlon, fin swimming, cycling, roller skating and tennis. But the most important victory yesterday was that of the under-21 men's national volleyball team that won the title of world champion by beating three sets to zero Russia, which is, by the way, 50, 56 times the size of Italy. 
There is no precise explanation for this incredible streak of victories that has been going on for months now, but we are not complaining at all. On the contrary, we hope that it will continue and never end. Every time one of these extraordinary athletes uh, climbs onto the top step of the podium and every time the Italian anthem is played and sang to celebrate the victory, Italy is filled with pride and happiness. And me too. This is all for now. This is all for today. I'll see you next Thursday. My name is Umberto Mucci. This was with Italia News. As always, ciao from Rome.